You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Well, hello, family and friends. It's so good to have you with us again. We're continuing with our podcast series called Disciple Shift. And I have someone really special here with me today, a really, really, really good friend of mine, one of my best friends. It is the most amazing, awesome, gorgeous, <laughs> she's shaking her head at me, Lisa Pereira. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. It's so good to have you with us, Lisa. Thanks for being to here. Be here. Yay. Lisa and I have known each other for a very long time. Yep. I don't even know how long, to be honest. I don't know, 14, 14 years? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a fun journey and we've done heaps of fun things together. Like we have been on adventures with Jesus and it's not over yet. No, there's more to come. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, Lisa is, let me tell you a little bit about her. She, she used to be part of this church at Melbourne Lights Church is now at Fire Church was with us for many years. Um, still part of the family of God. Obviously we're all connected (laughs) and uh, we are all the family of God. And that's what I love. I love that. And um, Lisa is a mum of two amazing grown children who are married with families of their own, who are both serving Jesus, love Jesus passionately, sold out, just as fiery as she is. <laughs> and um, she's done really well, really well with launching these um, anointed passionate Jesus lovers. Like your kids are that when I look at them and they're like family to us, really love them. You have three, is it three now? Three, three. three. Gorgeous grandbabies, two little girls and a little, little boy. What are their names? Uh, so Arabella. Yeah. And um, how Ar- old is she? Uh, Arabella's just turned four. Aww. And then we have Abrielle, who's one, and Ezra, who's just about turned six months. Oh, adorable. That's a little milestone, six-month milestone. Yeah. Warriors for the kingdom. Come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. We, I remember when, um, like, Ashley and Warner, and also when Aaron and Sarah were, like, especially with Ashley was pregnant I remember both times it was like God was moving powerfully we were at like a um, what was it it was a conference yeah. um encounter encounter I was gonna yeah. say awakening it was encounter wasn't yeah. it and um we just remember praying like hearing the news and praying and yeah. just saying this is a, this is a revival baby that's and it. both of them have been sort of conceived and born into times yeah. where God is just moving so powerful and little Ezra as well like yeah. what a time to come into the world <laughs> and Amazing. be a light in the world yeah. oh wow so good yay so so good well Uh, As I said, we're continuing our series called Disciple Shift, and we just believe, the reason we've done this is that we really believe the Holy Spirit's restoring us back to that main, the main mission Jesus gave us, left us the church with in Matthew 28. Um, We call it the Great Commission, but it's the Go Commission, you know, go into all the world and preach the gospel, you know, demonstrate the kingdom. And Jesus didn't say this was an optional extra. He yeah. didn't say it was just for those who are outgoing or extroverted or no. the pastors or the evangelists. <laughs> he commanded every single believer to go and make disciples. Yeah. And so in this series, that's what we've been doing. We've been unpacking the what, the why, and the how of discipleship. Yeah. And uh, we call it Disciple Shift because we believe God's shifting us back into a biblical reality and outworking of what that really looks like and what that means to make disciples. So as always, come with us on the journey. Thank you if you've been following us with this journey. I hope you've been growing. Um, We're just praying that you'll feel stirred, challenged, equipped and encouraged. But our heart is that these sessions will help us as the church to grow up into maturity, that we would be the church Jesus paid his life for. So, so good. The title of today's chat is... A light in the darkness. And we're going to unpack what that means for us as disciples who make 
disciples. Let me read um, a couple of scriptures and then we're going to have lots of questions for Lisa to just go for it. <laughs> she, she does this well. She shines brightly. So let's have a look. John 1, 1 to 5 says this. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now we know, as you read on, I mean, Jesus is the word who was there in the beginning. And it says he is the light of men, and the light that shines in the darkness. And darkness has not overcome it. That wasn't just then. Darkness can never overcome it. It has not overcome it forever, like present. That's right. And future. Yep. Um, nothing we look at can make us feel afraid that, you know, that that light will be overcome. <laughs> nothing. And we'll get into that. John 8, uh, chapter 8, verse 12 says this. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, so here he is confirming it. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life, which is so awesome. So it doesn't take a genius. It doesn't take anyone prophetic to look around and see there's a lot of darkness happening yep. in this world around <laughs> us. You know, we've got global <laughs> pandemics, um, <laughs> cancer ravaging families, divorce yeah. happening like and continuing to skyrocket, mm. rip families apart. You know, the suicide rates are off the chart. Mental health and loneliness have hit epidemic proportions. Pressures, you know, are mounting on our society to demonize and suppress Christianity, which we see everywhere. Racial tensions, conflicts, riots, abortion, like the list goes on yeah. and on. Um, Ephesians says this in Ephesians 6.12. And underneath, um, oh, sorry, it says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So underneath all the darkness that we're seeing happening, we've got to remember... There's a spiritual battle going on and we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We need to know what's behind that. Um, It's a darkness that is demonic. It's um, an entire system of spiritual darkness spearheaded by Satan himself, carried out by hordes of demons, influencing every corner of the earth. And it's raging all around us, even as we speak. And we don't say that to focus on or glorify, but you need to be aware of and you need to know. And as a church who is a grown up, mature church, we need Mm -hmm. to know the enemy and who the enemy is. Yes. Yeah. So Lisa, how do we live? It sounds a bit of a depressing way to start with all this darkness, although I did start with Jesus being the light. So hold on to that. How do we live with hope among all this darkness? Well, I think um, the answer to that is you, you actually can't if you're living with the hope of the world because it's, it's pretty much a false hope. True. You know, um, we literally have nothing if we're living yeah. by the hope of the world, you know. But if you're living with the living hope of Jesus Christ, wow. you know, then we can... We have everything to live for and, you yeah. know, we have everything you need in this life and the ones to come, come you know. On. So, you know, we have every everything and we have every we have the very thing that everybody needs and that's really important to remember that. Yes. You know? and, as, and if you have that, you, you know, you can walk through anything as long that's as you're walking with Jesus. So awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we do need to remember that. We yeah. forget that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we're uncertain sometimes. And I like that you said um, if we're living with the hope that the world has to offer, the hope of the world... That is not the hope that sustains, that yeah. keeps us, that nourishes us, that, that will keep us, you know, through those dark times. Those right. you're, yeah. you're totally right. Um, but Jesus, but Jesus, hey, the living hope. <laughs> I love that. Um, if we found Jesus, we don't have to hide from the dark anymore. Nope. Like we can't even because it's all around us. Yes, that's right. We can't yeah. pull away and separate, separate ourselves from 
the world. That's not even what God said to do. Jesus nope. didn't tell us to do that. He said, be in it, that's not it. of it, that's be it. in it. <laughs> so darkness is inevitable, but that's okay. No matter how dark our days become, God said, Jesus, just like you said, to, to give his light, to be the light. He didn't just give light. He is the light. Yes. Yeah. And nothing, nothing compares to the light of the world. Nothing can overcome that light. Darkness has to flee. Even the smallest light, as we know, on the darkest night is more powerful than the darkness. Amen. Light always trumps darkness. So, Lisa, um, can you tell everyone a bit about your testimony? Because you had a, have a t- like all of us really have been changed, you know, from dark to light. Yeah. Anyone who's in Christ have been moved. That's regardless right. of how dramatic or not dramatic your testimony seems. Yep. But you have a, a pretty dramatic testimony um, of coming and quite extreme. And sometimes it's more noticeable when you've come from, you know, those dark, like extreme dark to yeah. light. Like the difference is so dramatic oh, that it's like, whoa. Totally different. Whoa. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that. You know, just so hearing what you were just saying before, you know, yeah. I love how it says, you know, God sent his son Jesus to give give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death. Oh, so good. You know, so I was thinking about it and I thought, yeah. you know, to be honest, you know, I wasn't just sitting in it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that darkness became my familiar friend and um, wow. and the shadow was my blanket. It was my comfort. Wow. You know? Wow. Because uh, that's all I knew. Yes. You know, so I was having the biggest... The biggest deception party ever. Wow. <laughs> um, the shadow of death, you know, it's a symbolic description of the world. You know, meaning that the darkness and death are symbolic valleys on earth that we all must walk through, and that's just a part of the human, the human experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, nobody can escape that. You know, the yes. problem was, you know, I had experienced so much rejection, lies, you know, abuse, violence and trauma, you know, and that's what blinded me to the truth. Mm. Um, and the enemy wow. uses that to actually do that. Um, and literally, I, d- I didn't care whether I lived or died. You know, literally, no hope. No. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, but even going through those experiences, you know, and as I look back now, you know, what I see is that God was still so faithful in extending so much grace and mercy, you know, of not just of that, but of who he was, you know, through the people that he brought into my life um, along the destructive path I was on, just to yes. get me back, you know, and that yeah. just blows my mind. It blows like, your mind. What love is that? I know. Wow. <laughs> You know, and he knows. He knows who you need and, and what you need at each moment of your life, you know, through people sharing the truth with me. You know, I started to get that glimmer, just that glimmer of what was going on in my life, and it started to get me thinking differently about my situation. Right. You know, and as you were saying before, that truth that sheds that small light on the dark, darkest night is more powerful than the darkness, you know, and I started to feel like oh. I had hope. You know, the more they spoke truth, the more I felt that hope, that glimmer of hope. Wow. You know, I wasn't looking for more lies. I wasn't looking for flattery. I wasn't looking for pretty dressed up pictures of what my life would look like. Yes. You know, because that just masks. It actually does mask True. what actually is going on and it doesn't deal with anything. Mm. You know, so I was looking for a way out and, and I was at a point where I was going to do anything to get it. Um, you know, um, I think I was looking for, I was looking for truth. Yeah. You know, a truth that would set me free. Yes. You know, and something I could really fight with when life throws those curveballs at us. You know, so when people start revealing who Jesus actually was to me, you know, let me tell you, it was no turning back. You You were all in. Uh, I was all in, you know. (laughs) The question is why, Mm. you know, Mm. I think the question is why. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because, you know, all those seeds that were sown through all of it, you know, I saw something that cost someone who had done nothing wrong pay the price for someone who'd done everything wrong. You know, and at that point, 
you know, I actually, I had just, just this realisation that how much God loved me and I was undone. Like my whole life to that point was a lie and I was like, what the heck? Wow. You yeah. know, it was just, it was like yeah. my aha moment, my, my, oh my gosh, <laughs> I need to change this. We need to change things, yes. you know, stuff's got to go. Mm. Um, you know, and every week, you know, when I did go to church and that, I was up the front getting prayer every week. I'm like, Russ, preach. I'm like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me too. I love that because it's, Get rid of that. it's so hungry and so open. And if he said it, you wanted it, yeah. you were just there. Yeah. So childlike too in that, yeah. that just hunger and pursuit of, yeah. if it's there for the taking, I'm going right. to go take it. Right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, every week I was there. But did it mean that I didn't have struggles mm. anymore or had yeah. moments where I felt anxious or afraid? No, of course I did. Yes. You know? But it did, but... What it did mean is that I had the one who walked me through the process of all, you know, and that yeah. was the most important thing to remember. Yes. You know, so that light wasn't a little flicker anymore. It was a full-blown deliverance from darkness, MCG light. <laughs> <laughs> I love that picture. You know, and wow. I resolved right there and then that, it was, that I was never going to go back. I'm never going to go back to that old, you know, when I had this one true God, you know, that would never leave me or forsake me, you know, and I knew with him I could walk through anything. That's so yeah. powerful. Yeah. Such a beautiful story. And, and it's... It's not like you've calmed down, settled down. I mean, we should never calm down and settle down. Never. We're still like, if you've got it, we want it. Run to the front. Like, Jesus, do what you, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Lisa, why are you just sharing your testimony? I just thought um, there might be people who are listening who are facing really dark situations mm. in their lives or feeling that hopelessness. Mm. Like, I feel like there was such an anointing on the word hope mm. and that there's people who need hope right yeah. now. Could you pray quickly yeah. just to release that hope or that they'd encounter hope himself? Yeah, mm. absolutely. That would be really good. You know, Jesus, I just pray over whoever's listening right now, God, that they would they would know in their heart and in their mind, God, that, that you are their hope. There is no other hope. You know, there actually isn't. You know, you bring the things that we most desperately need. You fill the, the places that need to be filled with everything that brings life. Yes. You know, you are life. You are the hope yes. of glory, God. You know, and this is who yes. you are. So just just receive right now everything that he wants to, to say to you, you know, through the rest of what we're going to share here. But, you know, receive everything that, that he wants to tell you because he just loves you so much. He really does. And he paid such an ultimate price for that, you know, just to get you back. And, I'm, you know, that's a love that you'll never experience through anyone or anything else. Amen. Amen. So good. Look, we don't need to pretend like Lisa's saying that, that things weren't hard or there wasn't no. struggles or that the darkness isn't dark, that cancer isn't really devastating to a yeah. family like it, it, it is, that divorce doesn't really shatter everyone involved because it does. You right. know, abortion isn't really decades-long genocide. Well, it is. Yeah. That whatever darkness you're facing personally isn't really that hard or painful or scary. Mm. Look, we do. We mm. get it and it's true and we're not in denial right. of that. Like we've all faced dark times to some degree. Um, have been touched by the pain of some of these things even personally but more than ever before we need to fix our eyes on Jesus remember who he is remember who we are in him and keep the main thing the main thing in it all like he never lets us down and he never ever will Jesus said this in this world you will have trouble or tribulation you will have trials but fear not there's always a but I love that with Jesus you will have like he's very real about it yeah you will I'm not yeah. telling you that it's going to be, you know, That's fairy right. floss and candy and, and rescued away and kept away from, no. from the darkness. It's not. You will have trials and troubles and tribulation, but fear right. not. And even for those that we've just prayed for, even mm. that, you know, fear not. We just break fear right now. Fear not. Jesus right. says fear not. We break the hold of fear because yes. Jesus said fear not. Why? Because I, Jesus, have overcome the world. Yeah. 
That's so good. That is so good. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 1 John 1, 5. Jesus has shined his light into every hidden corner of our darkness. He was not afraid of the dark, but came into our darkness. Just like he said with your story, and I know that with mine too. He left the safety of heaven to walk in the shadows with us, to die in these shadows so that we might leave them behind. (laughs) They're not our purpose, our destiny, our our lot in life. We've got to stop that. We've got to realize who he is and who we are. The reason we're left in this world is to shine. And we are victorious because of him. How amazing. Ah, so good. Oh, Lisa, 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 so good. Um, so definitely this is, is your story and we talked mm-hmm. about that, but can you tell us a little bit about your journey mm-hmm. coming to Jesus into, into light, into yeah. this, this glorious, beautiful you know, relationship <laughs> that you passionately live out with Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess, you know, until the age of 38, you know, I never knew how valuable I was to God. You know, so that led me to believe every lie the enemy threw at me. Yeah, well. And then that caused me to make decisions, you know, for my life that I would never have made otherwise. Yeah. You know, yeah. So those decisions caused a lot of pain, not just to myself, but to everybody else. Um, so at the age of 10, um, my mum and dad divorced. My dad left our family and we actually never saw him again. I'm yeah, wow. Well. where he is today. So, yeah. Um, but I remember sitting there listening to him saying that he would be leaving and not coming back. You know, and as a 10-year-old, that can mentally... It challenges you. That mental process, you you can't you can't process that you at can't. ten. You know, you can't. Um, it's you can't yeah. you can't yeah. process what was happening and why it's happening, no. you, and you blame yourself for it. Mm. So because I believed that lie, the enemy used to for, used it. He used that lie to forge a destructive path. For me, yes, you know, in my life. Um, yeah. And my mum then was a single mum, mm-hmm. and she had to fight for everything that we ever had. You yeah. know, but even as a child, that I admired that in her. I admired that she got up every day. Regardless of the circumstance, she got up every day, she went to work just to clothe us, yeah. feed us and try to make our life somewhat fun yes. in the midst of all the destruction oh. and devastation. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and we would move around a lot because she was a nurse and so she had to go to where the, the work was. That's yeah, what right. she just had to do. So you didn't really get a chance to knit into a community for long, you know, so before it was time to move again. Which is hard as well. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, the funny thing though was is that, you know, even in this, you know, I love looking back now where God was on these <laughs> so journeys, you know. Is that she was on her own journey with finding Jesus. You know? So I remember going to all these different churches with her, you know, and every time we'd move, we'd find another church. <laughs> this, wow. this is what she did. You know? yes. And I used to love it because each one was different to the last, you know, but I yeah. loved learning about the stories they told and the songs that they sang. You know, and I did go to Sunday school for a short period of time um, when I was in primary school, but yeah. you know, like I said, because we move, it, it doesn't last. You know? Yes. But those yeah. seeds are still sown. Yeah, true, true. You know, which is so good. You can't under- underestimate that. No. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, fast forward to my yeah. rebellious teenage years. You know, I, I like to call them my rebel without a cause years. <laughs> now, you know, righteous with a cause. <laughs> righteous with a cause. Woo-hoo! I love that. Yes, yes. Um, that was in the 80s, you know. Um, and mum had remarried, and she was still on her. Um, journey with Jesus and yeah. finding him and that's when the Pentecostal movement happened and quite frankly we all thought she lost her mind because <laughs> it was so fundamentally new for all of us yes. like we, we hadn't heard of it we didn't ever saw anything like that yeah. and we didn't have a clue what was going on yeah so she became yeah. filled with the spirit really. right yeah she found Jesus filled yeah. with the spirit and it would have looked radically different <laughs> it, it it crazy yeah <laughs> wow so she ended up getting saved and of course things started to change Yes. <laughs> as you can imagine as a teenager, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so she would have her Bible study groups and, you know, I would sit there and I was just horrid. It was just horrible, you know, to her and those poor ladies that she had in her home each week. 
And but they never batted an eyelid about it. No, you were openly never, horrid. Oh, I was terrible. I remember you telling it me it was shocking. It wasn't just thinking it or discussing oh, no, no. it privately. You no. would openly tell oh, yeah. them what you thought or yeah. mock them or Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. Uh, you know, but even in that, it's really funny for all my mocking and all the, you know, yeah, things that I did. I was still listening to what they were saying. Amazing. I was still Amazing. sowing those seeds, you know, and I can, I can remember, um, you know, she'd gone to bed that night, everybody'd gone to bed, and I'd sneak out and get her Joyce Meyer tapes and stick them in my, in my Walkman and listen to them. Wow, house. that's amazing. And years later, she goes, Yeah, I knew you were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> a mum kind of knows Such these things. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. You know, and I love it. And I love that because she trusted Jesus enough to put up with that. Yeah, yeah, I love and that. just walk through that and just pray. And know? even just pausing on that a moment, again, mm. back on the hope thing, but yeah. you might be listening and you have teenagers who are just yeah. like Lisa was, <laughs> who are just so adamantly and so uh, adverse, like so against yeah. what you believe and the Jesus you yeah. love so much. They seemingly seem so against it, but I just yeah. feel like it's such a word of hope and in season for you because um, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. Trust in what God's doing. Trust Absolutely. the process. Trust Holy Spirit's at work. Fight mm. with those, you know, prophetic words and those promises quietly mm. in your in your space and your time with Jesus, and watch what He can do. Because yeah. you'll hear Lisa's story unfold, and yeah. and I believe God, you know, is really bringing in not just the harvest of the lost, but um, bringing in prodigals and and saving and rescuing mm. kids. Like there's going to be such a yeah. a ramping yeah. up, like a speeding up of grabbing mm. kids and just so bringing in, them into encounters with Him. Yeah, definitely. So then what um, happened? So fast forward five yeah. years, um, you know, we went through a lot of things and family relationships weren't that great in that, you know. Yeah. And I was 20 then, I actually was 19 then, and um, I met my husband. We, yep. um, I so met my husband, walked away from a family because we had a lot of unresolved things and then yes. I forgot about God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what my husband and I had in common wasn't what Jesus shows us we should have in common was our pain we had in common. Yeah. You know, and that's what attracted yeah. to us, you know. And I just wanted stability in my life and I yeah. wasn't going to be another statistic like mum and dad, you know, I'm not going to yes. be divorced, I'm not going to do this. Um, and I was going to do it different. Yep. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I thought that getting married would solve that problem and boy, was I wrong. Mm. You know, I guess in some ways I just thought if I just love him enough, you know, everything will be okay. But it wasn't. Yeah. Because I wasn't his saviour. But I didn't realise that. Yes. You know, and we don't. We don't get it. And he wasn't yours. No. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so many people are looking for that in yeah. each other, in their partners, and yeah. then wonder why they're yeah. so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it became quite abusive and controlling. You know, we both ended up just with a victim mentality, to be mm. quite honest. You know, there was no love. Just a lot of fear. There was a lot of disrespect, dishonesty and dishonouring. You know, not a lot of responsibility going on there. Yeah. Not a lot yeah. at all. You know. Add two children into that mix and you've got a volcano wanting to wow. run. Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So really, we were just sitting around looking at each other's wounds and in darkness, in the shadow of darkness. You know, yes. and that infection just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And we had no idea how to get out. Yeah. 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 No idea at all. Um, 13 years on from that, you know, and I was actually at a wedding in Queensland. A friend of mine had called me and asked me if I'd be interested in starting an after-school care program at the school she just started at. And at that time, I was actually working in another program, um, but it was 45 minutes away from home, and this one was right in my suburb. So, mm. you know, of course, I said, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Um, so the young girl that I actually started the program with, she was a Christian, 
And she would ask all her friends to come and work with us. So pretty much, I was surrounded on all sides and never knew it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a setup. It was <laughs> a setup. setup. <laughs> you know, and I was amazed, you know, how different they were from the young people their own age. Yeah. You know, and what amazing right. positive influence they had on the kids at the program. Huh. And, and I wanted what they had. You know, I wanted to find out how, how are these kids like this. Yes. You know, it really interested me, you know. And she spoke life into me um, and was very, she was extremely patient, let me tell you, <laughs> with me, you know, because I was, I was in quite a volatile yeah. situation and you try to cover everything up, you know, um, of what's of going on in your own mm, life mm. and to make a lot of excuses for things, you know, and just the embarrassment and, and the shame you felt about it, you know. Yeah. So she was really yeah. patient. Um, I tried to do things that she would talk about, you know, in my marriage, you know, because I really loved her, what I was hearing from her. Yes. You know? And I worked for a little bit of time, but then it just would go back to normal again. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, and at that mm -hmm. point, you know, I think I was just done. I'd had enough. You know, I was actually on the, nervous, of ner on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And we had tr we'd tried everything. Honestly, we did. We had tried counselling. Oh, we even tried new age and, you know, mediums and all that. That sure as heck didn't work. But anyway... <laughs> No. Just probably cause a few other issues. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're yeah. desperate, so you yeah, do anything. Yeah, absolutely don't desperate. You? you will grasp at anything. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. And and the enemy does know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so does God. Yes. And he's Love always that. there too. True. Um, and so my husband and I decided to separate, and one of the other girls who actually worked with us at the time as well, um, she actually had the courage to actually step out and ask me if I wanted to come to her church because they were doing this course. Called Christianity Explored, which was this church. So good. <laughs> um, and honestly, I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know what, I've got nothing else to lose. Sure. It yeah. wasn't even a, yeah, sure, let's go. It was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll go. It was just, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, wow. so I went. I, I went to that course for eight weeks. Yeah. And finally had a revelation of who Jesus was, who wow. I was, got born again, Amazing. baptized in water, Holy Ooh. Spirit, you know. And found the relationship I was always, always long for. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it was. It was amazing. And I, I haven't looked back since. You know, so when I found out who Jesus actually was and who I actually was, you know, um, oh, playtime was over and those gloves were off, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> love that. You know, because when you stand on the truth and in the love of God, yes. the enemy doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. He actually yeah. does not stand a chance. You know, I had so many questions and I wanted to find out everything I could about who Jesus was and yes. you know, what do I do now so and, and it was so good you know yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't get enough I mean you ask my kids I went a bit crazy you know I'm, I'm like going to Kurong buy all the books and I'm telling them all about this stuff I'm reading Revelation it. and then my daughter's going you really need to stop telling me about this this is scary and I'm like no this is amazing it's so cool you couldn't and, you know, stop you couldn't stop I couldn't it was so good you know and since then you know I've seen him do so many amazing things in my life and in others' lives. You know, he's saved and he's restored so many things um, in my life and my family's life. And he still is, you know. He, he absolutely still is. Um, and that's a short version. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a powerful story. Yeah. And it's so great. I love, I love hearing people's testimonies. There's such power <laughs> in their stories. And, and just, yeah, you're just so full of fire and life and, and love and passion. And that, like I said earlier, it doesn't die down and it no. should never die down. No. It should probably get more and more <laughs> and increase. And we're going to be the crazy old ladies one day who are yeah. just radically on fire. Come on, People let's like, do this. What was that that just went past? <laughs> oh, it's Lisa and Gabby. Okay. They're at it again. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, God has overcome this world. Jesus, he's, we're, we're victorious because of him. 
Mm. And because of that, we've overcome. Yeah, come on. We've overcome. And I love how, um, you know, just... Oh, just Yeah, well, 1 John 5, 4 says that everyone, who, everyone mm. who has been born of God overcomes the world. Yep. It's not just him, but we yeah. get to because we've right. been born of God. Yeah. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Yeah. Yeah. I love this line, but, you know, Jesus, the light of the world, but Jesus now says... And, you know, he says, I'm the light of the world. But now then he says, tag, you're it. You're the light of the world. <laughs> um, Matthew 5, 14, 16 says this. You are the light of the world. This is Jesus talking. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, yeah. they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In yeah. the same way, let your light shine before others. That's mm. our call. Let your yep. light shine before others that they may mm. see your good, good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Mm. We are called to shine our lights yep. and not hide them. This is the day where we need to step out in, mm. in mm-hmm. more than we've ever done before. I mean, this was always relevant, yeah. but I feel like things are getting just so dark and yeah. more than ever before, it's not a time to hide away. No. It's not. No. It's time to stand up and shine like never before. That's so, right. Lisa, what does that mean? What does that even look like in your life, like in a practical sense? Like how does this look? Uh, I think for me, you know, in its simplest form, it means this, you know, in a world that's full of nothing but nothing but chaos and darkness, you know, let your light shine, Jesus. Let Jesus shine through you, you know, to give hope to others in their path. Yeah. Because that's what people did for me, you know, because when you shine in your light, you become a symbol of hope and goodness in the world for, you know, where that's really rare for them. You know, so to be good. the light in someone's life, you know, it's the, ultimately that's the best thing you can do for them. Yeah, even so if sometimes good. they don't understand the value of what you're trying to give them. True. You know, um, just do it. Just do just it anyway. Just do it. Do yeah. it anyway. You know, um, in my life it can be, you know, it can look like speaking the truth in love. You know, <laughs> I mean, I love the truth that sets you free, and I hate the lies of the enemy that keep good. you bound. You know, so you're not likely to hear um, something that'll keep you in darkness from me. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a bit more of a Deborah. Like the, yes, you are. You know, I I will grab that stake and I will drive it through the enemy's head. Nice. <laughs> you know, because you seriously, you need it's to be true. ruthless with this, and yes. you can leave no open doors for the yep. enemy to lie to you and gain ground. Because if you give him a foothold, he will take a stronghold. You Come know, on. no one's got time for that garbage. Yeah, um, yes. It can look like you know just sitting and listening to someone. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just need to be real and yeah. they need to just pour out how they feel and, and be honest about life, and that's really important because people need to be they need to be able to do that. You know, um, get things off their mind, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus is bigger than that. He's happy to you know sit and listen exactly. to all that. Um, but for me, I won't leave you in that state that you're in. I'll call you up and I'll you know um, to who you are and who you are. Because that's what Jesus does. He doesn't yes. leave us in the state we're in. Yeah. You know, exactly. yeah, we come as we are, but we never left there. Yes. We never, ever left there. You know, it can Love look that. like, I don't know, what else can look like? Praying for someone, I guess, and holding them up. You know, prayer is powerful. And no one convinced me that otherwise, you know. Yes. Um, you know, my mum prayed for 17 years, you know. Um, yeah. Wow. And without her and others praying, I probably wouldn't be here. And my yeah. kids wouldn't be here. That's know? just so, so powerful. It is. It's it's amazing. Um, you know, um. I don't know, I hear a lot about, you know, giving hugs to people. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. So I guess that's that's another thing. You know, for me, it was just like, I don't know why well, that's such a big deal. But, you know, <laughs> but apparently it is. You know? And then I guess when I think about it, it's that's what Jesus does for us. Like, that's how you feel when he's so close and you have him. Like, you feel that wraparound love and 
Yeah. Yeah, it's um, really you know, beautiful. Lisa's hugs are anointed. <laughs> like, honestly, she's just been herself. Like, she didn't set out for a hug <laughs> anointing. But God's on it. Like, everyone I know, my kids love oh, being so hugged by Lisa. But everyone says it, even when you went started going to fire church, you know, a new church. <laughs> and when you'd hug people, they'd oh, say no, the same so thing. There's just something of God in the hugs that you give. And sometimes it can be that simple. You get to be you and, yeah. and, and just release and the rest who yeah. he is in whatever way that looks if it's a hug then hug someone and, and yeah. don't underestimate the power of God in that that's right oh, that's right absolutely so and actually that actually reminds me of a quote you know I heard someone say once you know do as much as you can for as long as you can whatever that looks like in your life I love that yeah that's yeah. powerful because we never know when we won't be able to wow yeah. that is a word mm. in season and whoa do as much as you can for as long as yeah. you can whatever that looks like yeah. wow okay yeah there's a challenge. Let's do that. That's so good. So, so good. Okay. Uh, we, of course, we always run out of time on these things, but we've got a little <laughs> bit more to get through. So I'm going to just go down to this, uh, another scripture because we love the Bible. 1 Peter 2.9 says this, but you, that's talking to all of us, by yep. the way, that's you and me. <laughs> you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. I love that. Yeah. Out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. Yeah. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout yeah. the world. Yeah. Come on, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yes, this is our identity. Royal priests and kings. It's not just a, a few select ones or no. God's favorite ones. We're no. all his favorites. Like yeah. This is for all of us. Yeah. We're God's chosen treasures called out of darkness, not just into light, yeah. but into his marvelous light. Like it's glorious, it's That's wonderful, right. it's victorious. That's the light we've been called into for a purpose, to broadcast his glorious wonders throughout yeah. the world. What a privilege that we get to do that. Um, how do you do this, Lisa? <laughs> Well, I know you live this. You do live this every day. Uh, so just it's just encouraging to yeah. hear what every day looks like doing this stuff. You know, with anything that God says, you know, in the scripture, I have to choose to first believe that. Yeah. You know, I've got to believe that for myself. Um, yes. And identity is key in walking any of this out. Yes, you know? that's good. That's um, right. So if we've been set apart, so we no longer live in darkness, and the, the way we think, the way we speak, the way we handle a situation, you know, and the way we love each other needs to look different. Yeah. You know? And that's what I did experience with the people that came into my life. It looked completely different to my life. Yeah, wow. You know, um, but... I have to be intentional to spend time with him yes. in his presence, worshipping him just for who he is and yeah, listening to his voice, good. you know, and, and taking him at his word, you know, otherwise, yeah, I don't know, let's face it, it's not pretty, is it? No. <laughs> it doesn't look that great. You know, do you know? No, we're, we're um, not all that. No. <laughs> without you. No, I have to be, speak that truth over myself. Yeah. You know, I can't wait for someone else to do it. You know, I've got to get up and I've got to go, you know, this is who I am. This is who God is. This is who he says, what he says, you know, and that's true. And I can believe it, you know. I love that. Um, and powerful. then you get to do that and say that and share that with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have a story, like yeah. a quick story? Um, well, there's actually this one, there was this, this young dad at work. He, um, he's a bit rough around the edges and that, you know, he's got his tats and everything. Which and we I love that. Love that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And I remember when he first started coming, he'd drop his kids off and he would never look at you. He'd always look down, you know, and he wouldn't say much yeah, and that sort of thing. Right. And God says, you know, just call him by name. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I said, oh, morning, Sammy, how are you going? You know, this and the other. And he was like, yeah, good. <laughs> you know, and I just kept kept doing that. Yeah. You know, I kept doing that and kept having that conversations with him and that and all Love that sort of thing. Get to know him and, yeah. you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, and then, you know, 
he found out that we were Christians and that, and I would just keep speaking God into his life, and he goes, no, I'm not. And I said, yes, you are. I said, it doesn't matter what you think, it's true. <laughs> so I just kept telling him, but, yeah, just building those relationships. Like, yeah. I, I love that. You know, and yes. he actually came to me, and he said one day, he goes, actually remind me of my mum. Wow. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, it's about to burst into tears. That's special. But that's God. God knew that. You know, I didn't know that. Like, no. he knew that. And I went, oh. And he goes, yeah. And he just shared oh. all this stuff, and his mum actually had died um, a year a bit before right yeah to us and so i'm like all right lord oh. use me to speak into yes. this guy's life you know and and we're How still building today and then they're such a beautiful family you know yeah isn't it it's beautiful great. and just just yeah like you said holy spirit knows you just did something so simple calling by name you yeah. just listened and you're like oh okay yeah uh, it sounds so simple when you say it but it's so profound and so yeah. powerful and it yeah. just the value and the validation that comes from that and god just spoke and mm. even just the thing of sometimes we think we're just moms yeah and but then we are, but mm. people need mums and dads. Yeah. Like absolutely, we underestimate again yes. the power of <laughs> um, a mum. You know, yeah. someone who actually God can use yeah. a mum to yeah. love people where they haven't had that, or a dad to speak, you know, value and worth where yeah. they haven't had that. And so just be you, like, just be you. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. You know, Lisa and I have travelled a lot together. We've done lots of life together. That's what I love. We've done life together, and some yeah. of that's included travelling um, to minister. You know, we went mm. pioneered this little team yeah. into Cambodia missions yeah. trip, oh, <laughs> which so was. Lots of fun and lots of amazing <laughs> stories. Probably have to be for another time. Yeah. Uh, we went to a psychic fair yeah. in Tasmania, <laughs> uh, ministered to the homeless, to the broken on the streets of okay. Dandenong and other yeah. places. You know, in all these places, you do see great darkness. It doesn't matter where you go, there's darkness, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Um, yet we knew we were shining the light of Christ. Like, there was no yeah. fear. No. There was just excitement at what is he going to do? How is he going to show up? When we step in, darkness has to shift. Yeah, that's right. It has to shift. Yeah, we're expecting... <laughs> We're expecting a confrontation with darkness, yeah. but but it has to shift. Yeah. It has no choice. And no. we saw that happen, didn't we? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Do you have um, another story of seeing God, you know, the power of God break in and through <laughs> the darkness? Um, it reminded me, I think, when we were at a youth, that youth night in Cambodia, and one of the young guys, he'd done something to his arm, and he could only actually move it a few inches. And, oh, I forgot about so, this. Yeah. So we started praying for him, and... Um, he could he moved it a little bit, you know, but you could see the disappointment on his face, you know. It was yeah. just, oh, so it's like come on, we just need to pray again, you know. So we prayed again. Yes, so and this time he actually could lift it to his waist. Um, <laughs> so we thought, okay, we just need to pray again. <laughs> you know, and this time he, he was able to lift it above his head, you know, and it was just the most amazing thing, you know, with tears, wow. you know, just streaming down his face, and he just says, you know, I just wanted to be able to lift my arm to praise God again. Oh, I was like, oh, wow. oh Lord. <laughs> You know, and so the enemy tried good. to stop him from doing that. You know, but the power and the love of God, you know, it proves more powerful every time. Yeah. Every time. Absolutely. You know, um, probably another story would be when we were at that psychic fair um, in Tasmania and there was quite a bit of heaviness in the room. You know, like you said, you can feel it. You know, but the more we prayed in the spirit, and the more we kept ministering to people. And they were just getting set free of injuries, addictions, all sorts of things. You yeah. know, and, and, the, yeah. and the funny thing was that our line actually got longer and longer. <laughs> And people were getting pretty annoyed, you know, but it was pretty funny. It was funny. <laughs> the enemy wasn't happy, but the enemy that's okay. was not happy. Oh, my Now, I mean, gosh. look, I've even seen people delivered from demons, like, in the middle of worship. Yes. You know, because the, the darkness, it can't stand being in the presence of the light, you know, and he's that good. Yeah. He's that good, you know, but when you go and you do things in the name of the Lord and in his love, you know, it changes the atmosphere. It does, and it breaks through the hardest things, and, and it changes everything. Yeah, come on. That's so good. It's so true. And we get to do this in our everywhere, every yep. day. 
It's not the one-off. No, no. I mean, yeah, we sometimes have these <laughs> mission trips and outreaches, and they're good too. But but they're just to kind of catapult us into the the everyday. Like this yeah. is what life should be like. We live on mission. We're called to be His light bearers, and yeah, mm-hmm. we're in Him and He's in us, and so we shine. Yep, I love it. I love yep. it. Um, look, I know we are. Um, running out of time so i'm looking through our notes thinking wow we've got so we might have to do two parts to this lisa do you reckon we could do that (laughs) because um yeah there's just so much good stuff in here and i don't want to miss anything like that you've put here and we've just got so many more questions such a big area but i think it's so encouraging for people i think we might do that yeah and um save some of it because you've got some more great stories and some more questions you know about how we do this uh, when there's intimidation of you, or, or what do you do when, when you know, the, your workplace is saying you can't yeah. speak right. about Jesus? Like, we want to yeah. get into that as well, yeah. give you some practical tools and show you that this actually can still be done. Yeah, definitely. This can be done, yeah. and Lisa's got some... Nothing's impossible. Oh, <laughs> things that she's doing in the workplace today, you know, right now, uh, where they would have said, no, you can't. Yeah. Like, there's rules against that. And oh, well, <laughs> there's always something to shut you down but God so yeah. we might do that we might have uh, this yeah. will be this will be part one yeah. and we'll come back for part two okay well why don't we wrap it up there I mean it's been so exciting that we could talk for hours and usually Lisa <laughs> I and I do, do. <laughs> and this is why it's hard to stop it <laughs> but thank you it's been so amazing hearing your story and just the um the wells that you've dug with Jesus just pour out of you like it's yeah, so it's... powerful such an anointing can you pray yeah, for us and um we'll wrap it up and then yeah you guys we're gonna have part two so you have have to come back we have to listen to that <laughs> oh lord let's thank you for this time and for every person listening um you know to everything that you you've spoken today lord you know i just pray that it, that it does it impacts their heart and their soul father right right to the yes, core of lord. their being god that they would rise up in the identity that you Amen. speak over them yes, and lord. only what you speak over them god that they would not listen to the lies of the enemy you know and even right now if they have to repent from putting something before you god let that happen right now jesus you know turn from that and just keep walking in the right direction following jesus follow him it doesn't matter what comes against you it only matters that, that we follow him, you know, because he will walk you right through it. He will yeah. walk you right through yeah. every single trial and tribulation you will face and you will come out unscathed. You know, so thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you are. Thank you for what you've done and thank you that you, you are refining us. You're refining us yes, with your Lord. fire, God, and we thank you that we can stand boldly boldly with the tri- with the line of the tribe of Judah we can speak and yes. it's time to get our voices back you know so thank you Lord for that thank you God that you are going to do even more than we can imagine wow yeah. in Jesus name amen. amen yeah that's so good thank you Lisa thank you so much for um again coming and sharing and it's been so much fun and so guys thank you for tuning in for listening i hope that's really encouraged you and really um i believe god's done something even now is shattering that that fear and that intimidation and and reminding you and for some of you he's tearing off the start the lies that have said no your life will always be hidden in shadows or darkness no it won't let today you get to stand up into step into light step into the identity he says you have as a son or a daughter and then you get to shine wherever you go uh, so oh. very exciting so join us next time for part two a light in the darkness Yay. and until then <laughs> bless you go for it and shine for jesus see ya we hope you've enjoyed this week's message if you have any questions or would like more information please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au